At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered Podcast. Your host, Olivia, here today with the wonderful... Oh my goodness, guys, this lady is so accomplished. Like, let me, she's been featured on CNBC, um, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal. Um, she is a contributing author and executive contributor to Brains Magazine. And it's really interesting because I actually am on their mailing list. So I thought that was super cool. Um, but this is Mary Vason, and she is here to share so many strategies with us. Um, but we're mostly talking about how to cultivate a calm and confident mindset, even in times of of uncertainty, not letting the external factors stop you from growing, reaching, and achieving. She's a hypno coach for women leaders and high achievers, and she's the perfect person to talk about this. She's she's a board-certified hypnotherapist, a certified stress management consultant, And she specializes in helping women reignite their energy. And I don't know about you, but I think that we could all use that. So where else better to have her than on the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered? Thank you, Mary, so much for being here. Thank you, Olivia, for having me and for having such an amazing podcast. You you are doing such terrific work and it's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Absolutely. So... This is, I I can't help but tell you, this is such a timely matter to talk about this because I just received some news um, that I have like some health issues and it's just so inconvenient. Like health issues are the most inconvenient. And I mean, whether it's health issues, financial issues, any other types of stresses that you're dealing with, loss um, of a loved one or, you know, a friend you know, there are times where these external factors are really debilitating. And I'm really looking forward to diving into having that confident mindset throughout this process. Um, So what are some strategies that you would like to share? Well, I would like to start off with just the most basic strategies that anyone can start paying attention to and notice an instant change. And that is what you focus on the meaning you give to it and the physiology that you have in your body. So our brain deletes and distorts information. We can't take in all of the bits, all the millions of bits of information that's coming into us every second, right? So our subconscious mind takes it in, but our conscious mind can only deal with five to nine pieces of information. So what does that mean? That means that 
What we pay attention to makes a big difference. What are you focusing on? When clients come to me and they say, oh my gosh, I'm so anxious. The first thing I ask is, well, what are you listening to? Who are you hanging out with? What are you paying attention to? A lot of times they're watching the news or they're hanging out with people who want to stack disaster scenarios upon disaster scenarios, and it will affect your brain. So the first thing is pay attention to what you wanna focus on. Hang around people that are more positive. Focus on things that are constructive. Focus on things that light you up instead of things that you can't control, which is a whole nother thing. So the second thing is, what's the meaning that you're giving, giving to things? There are always things that are happening in the world that can take our breath away in a bad way. And we can choose to put an empowering meaning or a disempowering meaning to that. Yesterday, there was a shooting at my daughter's college and it was tragic at University of Virginia. Three students were killed by a shooter who was a college student um, and two more were wounded. And, you know, I lost my bearing for some time in the morning, you know, I wanted to make sure my daughter was, was safe. And once she was, I had to ask myself, what is the meaning I'm going to put to this? Now, if I chose to say, we're never safe anywhere, how's that going to make me feel? How am I going to vibrate walking through the day? But if I choose to say, we don't know how long our life is, so why don't we make it the best we can make it every day and make a difference in someone else's life? It changes my whole experience of that situation. So what you focus on, the meaning you're putting to it, and then your physiology. So when people are depressed, when people are anxious, they're typically doing a certain physiology. They're often deflated. They're often putting their shoulders, hunching their shoulders forward. They're breathing shallowly. They're not in a strong posture. They're not moving. Typically, they're, they may not be exercising. They may not be getting oxygen in their lungs. So the first thing, Olivia, is to just focus on what you're focusing on, the meaning you're giving to it, and your physiology. I love that, Mary, the mind, body, soul, because you mentioned frequency, you know, you mentioned, you know, vibrating at a higher level, um, as well as just what we focus on. It's so, I'm so big on that, too. And I love yes. how you, you know, you admitted like I was you were freaked out with the situation at your daughter's college. I don't yes. know who, who wouldn't be. And so, you know, just showing like you deal with these things too. You have to put yourself through these too. And, you know, what are you giving to that? That yes. is such a big thing. Now, yes. are there, um, and I, I mean, I noticed like these are things that you can do in the moment, you know, yes. noticing, okay, how am I sitting? Like, as you're listening to this podcast right now, how am I sitting? How am I um, breathing? Am I taking deep breaths? Am I anxious? You know, and you know, that might, you might be walking, you might be, um, you know, driving a car. 
are the people in the other cars triggering you? Those types of things, noticing that too, because we pile on a bunch of stress throughout the day. Yes. Yes, we do tend to stack it. And there are a couple things that you can do throughout the day, just reminding yourself anytime. The first thing is to relax your jaw. So when you relax your jaw, that triggers the vagus nerve to relax, which is the long, one of the most important nerves in the body that runs all the way down your spine. And so just relaxing your jaw and then relaxing the back of your tongue it sounds funny, but I use this in every hypnosis. Relax your jaw and now relax the back of your tongue. Because when you relax the back of your tongue, the part of your brain that is connected to language relaxes. So your vagus nerve is relaxing, the back of your tongue is relaxing. Now, if you can close your eyes while you're doing it, then you're really winning because that's half of your brain's activity is visual. So anytime you can close your eyes, take a couple deep breaths, relax your jaw and relax the back of your tongue, you're getting into a more empowering state. Now, another thing that I love to do is something called priming. So we can prime ourselves every day for the way that we want to experience that day. And this is backed by science. There have been multiple studies that show, you've heard of this, I, I, I take it. There are multiple studies that show that if you prime someone's brain, they will experience the next hour, two, three in a different way. So, so what do I mean by that? If you give someone a warm uh, cup of something and you say, could you hold this for a minute? And now I'd like you to go um, and meet this, this stranger, say hi to this person. If they're holding a warm beverage, they tend to perceive that person as warm and comforting. If they're holding a glass of ice water, they tend to perceive that person as cold. And this, it, it, it's not just for how you perceive a person, but it's for how you perceive anything that's happening in your day. So one thing that I like to do every morning is prime my brain for gratitude. And that is putting my heart and my mind in congruency and sync. It is raising my frequency to a high level because gratitude is one of the highest levels of vibration that exists and we are nothing but vibrating cells and it will change the way that we experience the rest of the day. It will change the way we respond to traffic. It will change the way we respond to any number of things that could otherwise set us off. So that's one thing I do every day is quiet my mind, get grateful for something that is a good memory for me, go into that good memory, feel it in my body and connect to that. And when I really feel that, I may invite in more other memories of gratitude and circulate that through my body, grow it, amplify it, and then I visualize something in the future that's coming for which I'm grateful. So I'm getting grateful for it now, even though it hasn't happened yet. And this stuff works. This stuff will help you manifest whatever you want. Thank you so much for sharing that and all the detail and description. I was there in, in 
the morning with you. Just like, yes, do think of this, feel this. And I've heard it so many different ways from so many different people, but I really liked how you, how you just said that, um, which goes me, you, you're talking about priming, you know, so you have a plan, right? Every day, pretty much how you're going to start your day. Tell me about some of the plans that you have helped your clients create. Sure. Well, oh my gosh, it ranges from um, women coming to me who, uh, in the past, I worked with a lot of women who were very anxious or had uh, unhealthy relationships, things like that. So I've worked with women who come to me and said, I've been in a terrible relationship for 12 years or 10 years, and I can't get out of it. And as soon as someone tells me, I know I need to do something, but I'm not doing it, or I'm not able to do it, or I start to do it, and then I go back, it's like one foot on the gas, one foot on the brake, I know right away, there's a subconscious program here that has to be dealt with. It's almost like we get viruses on the hard drive of our brain. And it's not our fault. When we were young, things happened to us. We had experiences and we take that in, that settles in, in the subconscious mind. And then we're adults and we understand that speaking in front of a group isn't actually dangerous, right? Or we know that you know, going on a date with this person isn't life or death, assuming you know them and they're safe. But we we have these programs that might tell us, oh, be careful, you know, you might get hurt if you do this. And so then it stops us and then we're in this battle. So what I do a lot with women is help them basically update like the apps in their brain that got installed many years ago, but they're outdated. And, you know, think about it. You wouldn't have a phone that has 20 year old software, but that's what we're walking around with a lot of times with our brain. So the first thing I, I always invite my clients to be aware of the language that they're using. If someone's saying this job is killing me, you know, she stabbed me in the back. Well, this creates a visual in your brain and it activates the physiology mm -hmm. um, and the neurology associated with that actually being the truth. So pay attention to your language, what you're focusing on, the meanings, and also get clear about your intention. And then we interrupt those patterns. We, we update them. We kind of remove them almost like a surgical removal um, with hypnosis but it's easy and it's painless and it's it's quick um, in most cases so so we do that and i also invite my clients to create a plan because if you're not creating a plan for your life then you're just doing what other people are expecting of you and before you know it your life is almost over so I really invite them to get very clear as to what their purpose is here, what they want to do. And then we work on dealing with the things that are holding them back from doing that. I got so many notes from this, but thank you for sharing those because it's so important that, you know, we have clear intentions of what we want. We really might are mindful of our language because so, and I'm, with my employees now, I'm constantly hearing 
them say like just the negative self-talk that a lot of my employees have Mm -hmm. um, whenever they make a mistake or anything like that. Um, For instance, this this past weekend, one of my servers um, was just like, oh, I'm so, I'm so stupid, this and this and this. I said, "Um, none of this negative self-talk around me. We're not going to do that. Everybody makes mistakes. You're going to be okay. Like we're, we're, we're just, we're not because I know how she is. She's the type of person that'll go down this tunnel of like negative self-talk and she'll get stuck. When you were talking about your clients in the beginning about being stuck in relationships, but they can't get out, it's, it's entrapment. And they are trapping themselves. And when they say those things, and I know there's somebody listening to this too, that feels like they can't get out of a situation. Like it's a permanent thing. And, you know, what would you like to say to to people that think that their situation is permanent? Nothing here on earth is permanent. And one thing I tell people when they say, well, I don't know if I can change, I say, well, I would actually challenge you to not change because all we are is changing. We are nothing but changing and the world is nothing but changing. It's impossible for us to have this interaction with each other and not walk away changed. Our cells are changing, our mind is changing, our beliefs and and habits are changing all the time. So everyone can change now for some people it is more difficult to change and it's also with high achieving women i work mainly with high achieving leaders and achievers but don't be fooled no matter how high of a level someone's achieving at, they still have these inner critic thoughts they still have these questions in their mind and they still question whether they can get to that next level or sometimes you know someone's brilliant in the boardroom but fearful in the bedroom or in another area of their life right oh i'm great at work but i can't be athletic or i can't be feminine or whatever it is and so i invite them to suspend that belief for not long enough for them to make a shift. And once we start moving things around, it's quite easy. You know, basically the brain is just a bunch of connections, right? It's just a bunch of connections all wired together. And anytime we move one of those connections or change a way we think about something, we interrupt a pattern. Now, your employee who's saying, oh, I'm stupid, or I, how, how did I do this again? Or how can I be so dumb? What that's actually doing is sending more oxygen to that connection in their brain that thinks that they're stupid. So they are making that neural network even stronger. So we have to break that and change it. And sometimes I just invite someone to really hear how they're talking to themselves and ask them, would you talk to a friend like this or even a stranger for that matter? So if you wouldn't do that, why would you talk to yourself like that? It's, it's really not kind. And a lot of times that alone can shift someone. They don't realize it. It's just become a habit. You know, and I got the question I got from this is, how do you want to see yourself? 
I think that's one of the things that that happens when it's like you really want to make that change and, and along with having like your clear intentions and your clear purpose, you've got to have that one with your speech, with your language. So yes. knowing how you want to see yourself is so, so important with her because I'm like, oh, this is going to, I'm going to help her so much. I'm so excited. Um, what are some things not to do if you're feeling stressed and, um, you know, cause we've given, you've, you've given us so much about what to do, but what should we not do? Um, okay. okay. So the number one thing, okay. If you're, if, you, if you're stressed or you're just aware of things happening in the world and that creates stress, which is normal, the number one thing not to do is watch a lot of news because that will create the visual references, the audio references, and your brain, Olivia, doesn't know the difference between reality happening to you or you watching something on television. Your subconscious mind takes it all in. If you're watching news about something that's a horrific tragedy, your brain doesn't know that that didn't happen to you. So avoid the news. There was some study, and I, I, I don't have the reference for it right now, but there was a study uh, that looked at CEOs during COVID. And they looked at which companies declined during COVID, which ones stayed basically the same, and then which ones really excelled and got market share and within the same industries so that it was it was a, com a good comparison and what they found is that the companies that did so much better and took advantage of changes that were happening their ceos watched almost no news and the ones that declined watched something like 13 times more news coverage so that that is the number one thing that I say is avoid watching the news. It will bring you down. Other things to avoid are hanging out with people that like to complain and whine and not take responsibility for their lives. That's not inspiring. It doesn't challenge you. It's it's going to affect your energy. You know, one of the things Tony Robbins says is you become the five or so people that you hang out with. And that's really true. So, so don't, don't do those things. Don't stack. The stacking is something that people do and it's a strategy. It's a strategy to create anxiety. So let's say we're gonna stack um, a problem. So if I could easily make myself miserable right now, if I wanted to say, oh my gosh, I've just hired some VAs and I need to get them up to speed. And oh my gosh, I have these other podcasts coming up. What am I gonna even prepare for that? My calendar is so booked. My daughter, I have to talk to her about some stuff. Oh, and my son has this issue. I have to make sure I get time with my husband and oh, there's these things that aren't working at the house. And oh my gosh, you know, are we gonna have a war? And I could go on and on and on. And what does that do in your body when you do that? It, it, it just deflates you, right? So what we can do is we can stack positives. We can say, um, you know what? I might have some health issues, but by and large, I'm good, I'm healthy, and I have access to excellent care, and I'm committed 
to moving through this and being stronger than ever before. And I have this job and I get to learn and expand and grow and all these people that bring me challenges, I get to grow from those. And I get to talk to all these great people on this podcast and plan. And I have a baby coming and that's going to change my life. And I'm going to be a whole new person and see the world through a whole different lens. Wow, how lucky am I? So it's, it's, it's easy to do either, but we default to the negative. And the last thing that I can think of right now, what not to do is don't trade your anxiety for a bigger problem. So many people say, well, because I was having anxiety, I started smoking weed or taking edibles and now they can't stop. Same with alcohol, but it, it basically kills motivation. And then they wonder, well, why am I depressed? Well, because I'm taking edibles or I'm smoking weed and that just numbs me out to life. And then I just go to bed, then I get up and kind of drag myself through the next day. So don't try to treat um, with something that's going to create other problems. There are so many tools and techniques that allow you to take control of your own brain and your emotions. You don't have to be hostage to, to an emotion that comes up. I love all of these tips and they're really good ones because there's people that it's, it's not necessarily, you might not watch the news on the TV, but you might watch it on your phone. You yes. might go through, down that tunnel and it might be, you might be guilty of listening to those crime podcasts. A lot of those are the most popular podcasts. And, it's, and then you wonder why people have so much anxiety, which you constantly think and somebody's going to come and kill you. Like yes. it, just, it doesn't help. Um, being around positive people is so important. You know, having a positive work environment, having positive relationships with the people in your home, um, they, those things matter. And if you're the one that's being, you know, the negative person, this is for you to realize how you're stacking, how you're speaking um, these situations into your life as well. Now, we before we got on here, we talked a little bit about the importance of investing in yourself. Because, you know, what if you what if you're listening to this and what if you are that person that's, you know, I'm not perfect, you know? I, I could use some help with this. What is a ben- what are the benefits of investing in yourself in in this field, this situation? Well, I think that that is the best investment you can make, really, out of anything. Uh, if you're not investing in yourself, you're you're not growing. And if we're not growing, we're dying. There's only expansion or contraction. So I think it's really important to invest in personal growth so that we are clear on what we want, we have accountability, and we get tools. Because There are so many incredible tools that we can use to help us achieve the goals that we want to achieve. It's it's, it's almost like magic when you get a really good mentor or coach that just says, well, why wouldn't you do that? You know, let's make a plan, let's go for it. You know, it it, it changes your whole perspective. And so I I heard the phrase the other day, I think it was the S and me 500. Like I'm going to invest in the S and me 500. 
And, and so whatever it is, whether it's skills, whether it's personal growth, the economy is constantly changing. I mean, half the jobs that my kids are looking at now didn't exist 20 years ago. I mean, 20 years ago, we didn't even have social media. Look at all the jobs that are just having to do with social media. Now the metaverse and so much technology and robotics. I mean, so many different things. So find what you're interested in and invest in yourself so that you you have those skills because time will pass regardless. You will be five years older in five years, but you can be five years older with skills and something that you are interested in so that you are more valuable. I I love that, especially on the time will pass regardless. Like what, what are you going to do? And I'm, I'm a big supporter of investing in yourself. I've done that and I continuously do that because it's one of those things that I've seen the growth from it. Um, just from the, the people that are in my life, the things that I choose to tolerate, the stress that I don't have, because there's yes. just certain things that I don't tolerate. Now, I'll, that doesn't mean that I don't have stress because I do. There's, there's there's new levels to it. But I, I believe that I now have the toolbox to really help me with a lot of the things that come my way. So mm-hmm. yeah, Mary, thank you so much for sharing all this. Now you have a free, like you've got your website links below as well as the nonprofit that you founded yes. um, that has tons of free mental health tools. You want to talk a little bit about that before we leave? Yes. So uh, what was happening is that I was noticing for a few years that this mental health crisis was building. And then we had all of this social unrest. And then we had the war in Ukraine. And I said, my God, I have to do something because I have all these tools at my fingertips. But what about people who are in other fields? They just don't know about them. So and and for me, the power of hypnosis has been life changing and I see it every day with my clients. So I went to a number of top trainers and practitioners in the field of coaching, hypnosis, trauma release. And I said, hey guys, we gotta do something. And you know, every single person said yes. I think there was one person that said, I can't, I can't help at this time, but I appreciate what you're doing. And, and everyone contributed amazing resources. So we have free hypnosis. We have everything from starting new after a tragedy or starting new with confidence. We have hypnosis for health, hypnosis for anxiety. We have, in fact, a whole anti-anxiety course there. Uh, one of the things, too, I forgot to mention is always notice If you're feeling anxious, are you focusing on things for which you don't have control? That's a recipe for feeling helpless. And we don't wanna do that. So when there are things that we can't control, like when I was watching those first few days of the war in Ukraine, I, I usually don't watch television and I couldn't pull myself away because I just couldn't believe what was happening. And I said, I have to do something that is within my control. What can I do? I can't stop that war, but I can create a website with free resources for anyone who's stressed. And we created a Ukrainian language page as well. Um, and so, you know, I'm very happy that that I that I was able to do that. But 
everybody can do something like that. You know, I might be stressed, but I can bring my neighbor dinner or I can smile at someone. I can give someone a compliment or, you know, do something good for me. And, and I just encourage people to do that. There's always something that we can do in the face of whatever is going on. Thank you so much, Mary. This was such an empowering and informational podcast. There's like so many things that I literally filled up my page and I got some <laughs> stuff on the top there too. And I don't write big. So <laughs> there was, there was so much. And I, um, I hope that the listeners found this valuable as valuable as I did as well. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for your time today. I greatly appreciate it. Thank you and good luck with your baby and have an amazing birth experience. And really, I hope you just enjoy all the juiciness and amazingness of that. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass.